Welcome back, guys. It's Anne Marie and Dr. Jamie for another beauty from the inside out. By the way, you know this is like episode 21. That's crazy. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Wow. Yes. I think we're I think we're like due for um I think it's time for me to like get the whole setup. <laughs> <laughs> we're ready for a real recording, you mean, without like a gazillion interruptions and breaks and all of that yeah i'm looking into like getting the cool microphone and obviously as you know i really truly believe that i would like to do this where we film it and like you know so people can like watch you and i interact and like even though we're on different coasts i think it's i think it's different so i'm gonna convince you we're gonna make this happen okay before the end of the year we are going to have our videos connected to our podcast so Wow, that is a very big challenge you have just taken on because oh. <laughs> maybe not every episode, but once a month, you're going to have to let me do this. I'm telling you, people want to see you, people will connect to you. And all right, you know what it is? I mean, it, the truth is that when the, it's the right way to describe it, I it's harder for me to speak without distraction like when I'm just sitting here talking to you there's nothing that distracts me my answers are just you know what comes to mind like I'm fully in I'm paying attention and uh, it's very challenging for me not to be distracted by <laughs> but you're you know, amazing beautiful other face. people or seeing myself or it's just it's an interesting we'll work on it we'll 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 put one up you know what That is our challenge. We are going to break Jamie out of her self-consciousness, whatever it is that's going on. Because let me tell you, when we do live Instagrams, you kill it. So I think we just got to like get you like, we just got to, you know, get you into the routine. So. All right. Well, I'll commit to one before the end of the year. So. Oh my God. Just uh, one? (laughs) For now. Let's see how it goes. Come on. (laughs) All right. So today. Um. I think today we're gonna do it like it's not gonna be a specific topic. Um, I I like to I talk about this a lot during all the episodes when I always mention how I read this here, how I watch this person do this or that, and I'm not here to single anybody out. We're all here trying to do the same thing and you know just kind of like put the information out. Um, like talk about what we've learned and what we've tried and um, it's part of our new world right the influence world it's how we like it's it's how we learn about new products it's how we learn about new diets it's it's how we find the new favorite t-shirt everything is done this way but as you all know those who listen I am so against those influences that come from people that are not educated on the facts and what I mean by that is and by the way I always say let's use me as an example I was the first one to jump in and like oh celery is going to cure every disease right because that was the movement instead of just actually understanding and reading about it so slowly I desensitized myself from just like getting influenced by something and actually taking the time to do the research. And of course, I have a little bit of an advantage because I had the brilliant Dr. Jamie 
to put me in my place and tell me what's right and what's <laughs> wrong. And that's why we love each other. Because let me tell you something. If she and I thought the same way, if she and I like the same shit, then guess what? This would be a very boring podcast. This would. This is not what I'm here for. I want to be here for her to correct me, tell me to shut up and tell me that's wrong and vice versa. And, and for you to convince me sometimes that not everything has to be so... Uh, organized scientifically and that it's okay to try new things yes exactly and by the way you know this week like i we were just talking i this this one particular product like i'll talk about it because whatever i bought it myself i show you the receipt nobody sent it to me for free and that's one thing i always say any product and i've mentioned this many 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 times any product that i ingest any product that i put on my skin I, I can almost say that I have purchased every single one of them the first time. Do people send me stuff after I tag them? Yes. Hoo-hoo. That's part of being an influencer. Or I should say a micro-influencer, right? Like, it comes with perks. Like, I talk about things. People like what I post. So these companies will, like, you know, sort of, like, thank me by sending me extras of the thing I talked about. All right. So I just want to make that very, very, very clear. Like when it comes to things that I eat, I typically would buy these things at the store or I order them or Jamie recommends them to me and then I try them and then I speak about them. So which is kind of like an example about athletic greens. Like I, you know, it's been around forever. I had no idea, but it kept popping, popping in my head from here to there. And finally, I said to Jamie, I was like, you know, I've been hearing about these athletic greens. I think I'm going to try it. And she's like, let's talk about it. She didn't answer me fast enough. So I ordered it and I started trying it before she even <laughs> gave me the okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so true. That is 100% true. So with getting to the point, she and I are going to talk about, you know, how to help you just be like, look out for the right signs and what to see and how to read the information that it's been given to you, right? And actually more Jamie than me because she's more knowledgeable and like what little labels to look at, what things you should try and not try versus, you know, for different people. And obviously we don't have all the answers, but we just want everybody to be healthy, yes. We want everybody to glow. We want everybody to be beautiful from the inside out. But you know what? Like, there's a lot of wrong information and there are a lot of crappy, shitty products out there. So, yeah. I think it's a challenging world. I mean, I have these conversations a lot. I just had one recently. It's actually going to be my, my next Instagram post, which is helping people understand the difference between. Uh, you know, a practitioner and an influencer in the licensing world. But it's it's challenging because the argument on the side of influence is, you know, some of these individuals are making their living doing this. And that's how they're being paid. And their argument is like, well, I'm not, you know, criticizing or negating the way that you're making money. Why are you doing it? to me and it, you know so it's a very sensitive subject I don't know I, wait 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 I know why because they didn't go to freaking school and study and they don't know and they don't understand the human anatomy that's why sorry <laughs> but I, I think it's all yes but and it's not even just in nutrition or medicine I think it's the age of social media has a, created a platform that allows for an influence without a filter 
And that puts the onus on the person who's being influenced. And that's very dicey because now we're talking about people who have insecurities or their uncertainties and children and, you know, and I'm not getting trying to get preachy or anything here, but I think that we can argue all day about whether an influencer should or shouldn't. And I don't know that we'll ever get anywhere, but I think the bigger and more powerful question is what's your why? So whenever somebody says to me like, oh, well, so-and-so did this, or, you know, is this true? Or I saw this on X, Y, Z it's, or, you know, this, somebody doesn't do this with their diet or does, should I do that? The answer is, oh, it's never, ever. Well, tell me about the influencer. I've never once said, okay, well, tell me about that person. Cause I don't give a crap about that person. If you're asking, should I do this? Is this going to help me? Maybe I should try this. My answer to you is, well, why? What's your why? Because I think if we understand what drives us, we are going to make significantly more informed decisions. So let's take that to like nutrition. People will always say, oh, you know, celery juice. Oh, I heard celery juice is, you know, is good for everything. Well, why are you trying it? Well, I'm trying to lose weight. Okay. So is celery juice going to help you lose weight? Or do we need to factor in other things in your life that need to be adjusted therein first, right? And I think if we take it a step back, because influencers are going to continue to influence and they're going to continue to earn and it's going to continue to be a very contentious argument, um, the onus is on us as individuals to say, why am I doing this? And what's behind it? You know, if I take away the beautiful girl being paid to post a picture of it, like like Anne-Marie just said, she did her own research. She heard about Athletic Greens. She listened to a podcast. She's like, this seems good. I want to try it. She bought it. She tried it. That's She was she was marketed. I mean, she heard of it, but she wasn't necessarily influenced by an unrealistic claim. There's a huge difference there. Very huge difference. It's so funny how you just said how you would ask the person why you want to try that because that just stopped me in my tracks and I realized when there's certain girls I follow and I want to do <laughs> this is going to sound so sad but it's you know like we all have our insecurities I don't care who you are okay I'm sorry like that is there's just- no human on this planet that does not that is not riddled with a weakness or insecurity in some capacity yeah and you know I I might have some more than others because my entire life I have been judged on what I look like when I walk in the room. Like since I started my job at 14 years old, nobody talked to me. They just walked in and they're like, oh, turn around, do a 360 from the back, smile, do this, right? Nobody ever cared what I have to say. And that's fine. I'm very blessed. Like that was my job and that's how I earned my money. And I'm, I'll never change that. Like I'm happy. But that also gave me you know this insecurity of like how I look it's it's what people see right so I want to look a certain way all the time and I think as I get older I get more insecure about like do I still look the same do I not look the same and you know there's an example of this girl that she was doing a workout online the other day and she was doing all these movements and I was watching her arms and I'm like oh I want her arms so for a second there I forgot who Anne-Marie was and that, Emer- that Anne-Marie has, I'm talking about myself like this. I was like, <laughs> I forgot that I have you and like a Kevin, my trainer and like all these other people that are so knowledgeable um, that 
I could have asked the question. I'm like, how do I get those arms? Instead, I started diving into what she did. And then I almost signed up for her app thinking I was going to get those arms. And I stopped myself later on. I'm like, what's wrong with you? You just got influenced by yeah. like, like you can't have those because she is built X, Y, and Z and you are built A, B, C, D, E. Like, well, that's exactly what I was just going to say. Stop in your tracks and think to yourself, the reason I can't have her arms are because I'm not her. But does this highlighting for me that I would like to work more on the way that my arms look? Great. What do I need to do for myself? What's in my realm, right? But we get so distracted by the other person that it becomes impossible to remember that we actually started this journey and this mood board or vision board to find out more about ourselves. Exactly. And I'm the first one here that I plead guilty. Like I get constantly influenced and I go back to you and you bring me back to center. So that's what I'm doing here. I want to bring everybody back to center by just listening to us and listening to you tell us to focus on ourselves and that we're all individuals. We're all unique and we all have our own things and all of our bodies are very, very different. Not one of us is the same and not one diet's going to work the same for everybody, you know? Well, right. And that's, that's part of the, the draw to nutrition and to fitness and to health is that there's this mentality of being able to look a certain way and people don't like to hear it, but yes, we can all manipulate the way that we look to some capacity, but there's also a huge component of genetics that plays a part. And I think we do ourselves a disservice to sort of compare the way we look like I think Beyonce is gorgeous and stunning and I love stunning, stunning. Um, and if I work my ass off to get a booty like Beyonce, I will forever feel disappointed and depleted because <laughs> it's not in my genetics, all right? Like, no yeah. matter how much I try. I mean, and, we can do a little implant. Maybe we can get it there. <laughs> yeah, it'd have to be a really big implant because I've got no butt. But that's okay. <laughs> Just a different genetics. And so I think, you know, we're speaking in really broad terms here. But the idea is that we forget to actually check in with ourselves and understand what we're looking for and why we're looking for it and what we're willing to do to create change within ourselves that's dis that's uncomfortable and discomfort causes discomfort because it seems so easy to do whatever's being done on social media so we can get results without feeling the discomfort of what we need to do to change yeah that's just not true i mean it's not so I guess, you know, when we talk about influence and Amory and I have our behind the scenes talks where I sit here on the podcast and I sound very composed and very knowledgeable and, you know, our behind the scenes, I'm like, well, this is bullshit because I think that, you know, why is she saying this? And I, I'm a little bit more fired up because I get the other side of it. I get the people who did buy the apps, who've tried I not, know. not combining their foods, who've tried eliminating an entire food group, who've tried you know, adding in X, Y, and Z supplements and they, they're consistently feeling left, let down or depleted. And it's like, well, and then you're not... left, by the way, by the time they get to you, you're left picking up all the pieces and then having to like rehabilitate their, like their routines. 
And it's like yeah. so much harder. And by the way, I have nothing against people going out and influencing. If you, Jamie, are influencing, I'm all up for that. Listen, there are other influences are there from nutrition. Like I actually just bought this book called、um, Fiber Field. You know what it is? Like, I just wanted to learn because I want to learn more. It's a different person,、mm-hmm. it's a different doctor, he's a GI. And I listened to it and I was like, you know what? I want to learn more from him so I can go back to Jamie and have a discussion about it. The same with like Akira. Like, listen, she has her app and she is properly trained, okay?、Yeah. She will never show you something that might hurt you versus some other random chick. And listen, I'm a model, so I can say this. Like, I, I see models trying to teach you how to work out. I'm like, what school did you go to? What degree did you get? Or what certification did you get to go to tell me how to do my abs? Like, well, that was exactly what happened in a conversation. That's why this post is coming out about the licensing. Exactly what happened. There was, um, uh, well, Kira actually, speaking of her, had posted something about, like, you know, get your information from. Somebody who has a license and who's trained in regards to nutrition.、Um, and then another trainer with half a million followers、uh, gets on Instagram and is like, I disagree. I think you, you know, if you're a trainer, you should talk about nutrition. You should give your patients, your clients nutrition.、Um, you know, get a, get a certificate. And then in her, in her rant about it, she's like, you know, you can make extra money doing it. And that's fine, but there it was, right? And that's exactly what goes back to this conversation, which is like there's a self motivating piece for all of us in the things that we do.、Um, and you know what? You probably can get some really good information from conversations with people. But when you're actually thinking about making changes to the way that you feel or the way that you move or the way that you live or you know, those bigger decisions, you want to do them with an informed understanding. That's just selfish and reckless. Sorry. I'm just yeah, gonna well, say, well, often it is. But、yeah. listen, I mean, we can go to some of our biggest stars, right? And and I'm trying not to name people because I know that there's a huge network out there, but there's a there's many families of celebrity influencers who have created an image that defines what we should look like or what should be beautiful. Oh, I will mention it. Trust me, I'm leaving it with my house. My child who has my body wants to have a Kardashian body, and guess what? She can't. <laughs> and that is very, very challenging. And by the、right? way, do you know how hard it is to explain to her why the jeans don't fit her the same way the jeans fit Kylie or Kendall or Courtney or Kim or whatever? And by the way, I like those girls just fine. I've met them, I've been around them. Like, I find them lovely. They're, they're nice girls. Like, I applaud their, their, their empire they have built. But. It is so unrealistic for a child that came out of me and my husband to ever be able to have that body shape, right? But you just said it, which is the conversation about what, who, and why. It's not any of the Kardashians' faults because now that's their, that's their bread and butter. That's what they're making. And the media has created this,、uh, you know, this world, if you will. But the issue is. Why and how and what? I, I went to a little a young girl's house the other day to do an at home consult with her. And 
you know, all she could talk to me about was that she needed to have abs and she needed a flat stomach. And that was the only way that she could possibly feel pretty. And all she did all day long was watch this TikTok, TikTok, TikTok of like, you know, these different um, girls who promised abs if you, you know, ate this every day or did this every day. And it's exactly what you just said. It's like, well, how, how do we help not just the young but ourselves we're all influenced right like yeah we're all there so i i don't know that this is going to be our most popular podcast or more our most exciting it doesn't matter it's the truth and you know what it's like it just it comes from different angles and the only reason i'm comfortable talking about it is because it's happened to me okay it happens to me on a daily basis i was buying these t-shirts the other day and I kept looking at the girl wearing them. And honestly, I caught myself thinking like, hmm, how many more pounds I could lose so the teacher fits me like that? And I'm like, ew, what's wrong with me? Right. And that, but that's what we need to do is we need to catch ourselves there, right? Like everybody needs some sort of stop button that allows us to bring it back to ourselves. Like you need to feel good in your own body. You need to feel good about the way the t-shirts fit you. But the comparison is you to you, not you to the person next to you. And, you know, confidence is not about being the the prettiest or the best in the room. It's about feeling your best and feeling like it's interesting how you brought up in the beginning of the podcast that you've basically spent your whole life being judged by the way that you look, which whether you're aware or not aware has turned into you not really valuing or feeling valued by the things that you have to say until you've become a little bit older and realized it right so then there's so much stress and so much anxiety put on the way that you look because that's the only thing that people are looking for yeah it negates the confidence that you'll have around what you actually have to say and we pay attention to that now that's not that's not how you operate anymore I, I really don't. And it's interesting. I had an interview yesterday um, with this amazing woman. She gave me one of my first um, and favorite editorials back in the day. It was for Mary Claire Beauty, Diddy. She's amazing. I will post it when the article comes out. And she asked me about age and how did I felt about age? And I said, you know, originally, I never cared about age. It never bothered me. From In my personal life, it was never a thing. It only affected me when I would go, when it was work-related, and when I knew I could lose a job based on the fact that I was X amount of years younger or older than the girl competing for the job with me, right? And then she's like, have you ever lied about your age? And I was like, no. And then I was like, well, you know, some people in my business have said to me, if they don't ask you, don't offer it. Don't tell them. And then I said to myself, I look, and pardon what I'm going to say, but I look fucking good for 38. Like, yes, you know, and amazing. And I take care of myself. That didn't like, trust me, if I didn't take care of my skin, if I didn't take care of my body, if I didn't eat the proper nutrients, I would not look the same. It just would not happen. Okay. It just wouldn't. So, guess what I own it but I worked I earned it I lived it and maybe at a price at a certain point right because you and I talk about like how focused I am on staying this way so you know I went from telling her like yeah I don't care about age to like oh yeah it really takes my sleep away 
but not from the same way you would think, right? It's just like from the outside, from how it affected me. You know, like I remember doing the casting for Sports Illustrated and like I killed it. I know I did great. I knew I should have been in it. They've never had a Puerto Rican girl. They've never really had like enough Latinas in there. Like I thought personally, yes, there was a Brazilians, there was a this, but I'm like, where's the Caribbean girls like showing up? And I left the audition and I thought to myself, oh, when she figures out how old I am, like, I'm sure I'm going to the bottom of the pile. That's how I felt, you know? And it is what it is. And, you know, afterwards, whatever, like they changed that whole like dynamic and, you know, that magazine went a completely different direction that, to be honest with you, I did not want to be associated and maybe I'll be hated for that, but I'm very vocal about the fact that like I want to be healthy it's not about being skinny I want to be healthy okay and you know they to me they went to the whole like let's promote like you know being heavier and eating pizza and having rolls it's gorgeous I'm like sorry I don't consider that gorgeous because eating that pizza every day is not going to be good for you so (laughs) I've said it and that's Emery's real opinion (laughs) yeah it's you know it's fine like I eat it once in a while but it's just about like that promoting that it's okay to like, you know, it's not that you're like a bigger bone girl and you're like a bigger build. It's that's very different than like, oh, I'm just going to eat whatever I want because now I can shoot whatever I want because I'm real. Like, I'm like, no, girl. Well, what you're talking about now is a whole nother podcast, which is this <laughs> idea of diet culture versus intuitive eating versus no diet. And listen, I, I understand where it comes from. The diet culture world is dangerous and we have created monsters of people who only eat clean, will never touch sugar. We've talked yeah. about this before. This unrealistic expectation that, you know, everything, anything white is the devil. And if you ever eat a morsel of sugar, you're horrible. And like this, this diet culture, this clean eating culture, this, I can't mix my foods. I can't eat oh sugars. My God, wait. I'll never touch you alcohol. You touched like, on something, the mixing the foods. Can we talk about that for a second? I know we talked yeah, about it the wait. other day, but. Yes, but here's, but the point is that the rise of this movement towards eat what you want, don't pay attention to it, intuitive eating is coming off of the fire storm from diet culture being so horrendous, misguided, and dangerous. So I'm coming in with a little bit of, of a little bit less of a, an opinion than, or not less, a little bit different of an opinion than Anne Marie's to say, you know, I understand why people moved towards that. But here's the example I use all the time. I've used it on this podcast. I use it every single day in my practice. We do not stay healthy on either side of extreme the pendulum does best in the middle if you are like you know the hell with diet eat whatever you want don't pay attention to it food is freedom you're beautiful at any size it doesn't matter if you have pizza for three meals a day that is the extreme version equal to the person who's like don't ever eat anything white don't ever touch any sugar don't ever combine your foods neither one of those are healthy so to that i would say they're both wrong because we cannot survive in the extreme on any topic we the pendulum can't stay there it always needs to go back to the middle yeah which is what we've been trying to teach you balance yeah you know and 
you just said, can we talk about food combining? It's just another example. There's people out there like, oh, don't combine these foods. They're going to make you gain weight more. And then there's people like, don't ever eat a carb. It's going to make you gain weight more. People who are like, burn your fat through keto. It's the only way to get weight off. They are all versions of extreme concepts. Oh, they have their own Um, agendas, like their own personal agendas. Like you got to read into it. Like, I mean, that whole like food combining, that was so new to me. It wasn't, it wasn't because, you know, obviously when you're a coach, like you don't make certain foods and that, you know, you go back in history and look into that. And now people are, that's not diet. That's religion. Exactly. So, you know, when somebody's telling me like, you should not eat this and this and this, and that make me feel better. And it healed all my stomach problems. I'm like, wait, what? How did not eating my uh, meatballs with my broccoli on the same meal all of the sun heal my gut I'm like I think it's a little bit more complicated than that well you have to go back to the very first thing we talked about in this podcast is well why and how okay why is there something wrong with your gut and how would broccoli and meatballs together make it worse because the answer is never in what someone else is doing it is in it is in the why and the how every single day of my life when I am challenged with a decision I ask myself, why and how? Why is this happening? Why am I thinking this? Why am I drawn to this? Why am I doing this? How is this happening? Is And, and those two questions are going to take you away from just doing what someone else did and trying to understand. Because listen, if your stomach hurts from eating broccoli and meatballs together, separating them is not the answer. It's understanding why you are not tolerating either one of those foods, why you're not tolerating them together, and what we need to do to actually fix fix your stomach not just avoid them together for the rest of your life and there it is people there is the answer there's the magic answer (laughs) the magic answer is that there is no magic answer and i know like and i joke all the time and amory says that someday this is going to change but i always say like i'll never write a book that's a bestseller or never sell anything that people are drawn to because I'm not sensational enough because I think the extremes are bullshit so anytime someone's like well how about keto I'm like there's a few people it's gonna work for nobody's gonna spend the rest of their life living in that world so let's talk about the realistic part right but that's not sensational that's not what drawn people are drawn to. I'm still saying you're wrong you will write a very successful book <laughs> and you will finally break through the noise and we will finally give people a balanced, middle of the pendulum answer. Yeah. And everybody... The book title is going to be It Depends. It Depends. <laughs> Anyways. All right. We're on our mark. We've gone over. Uh, we hope that you were entertained, maybe, or not. And maybe you learned something. And that's what it is. This is what we're here. We're keeping it real, whether you like it or not. Are you still there? Oh, here. How is it possible that we that we break up in the last well, second? Well, I think I, I don't know. I listen. Somebody interrupted us, but I think we're good. So with this, we're saying goodbye. <laughs> to be to continued. Be continued. <laughs> Bye.